0: Oh, Goodreads is like that?
1: Yeah, it looks exactly the same as it did a decade ago.
0: (laughs) Honestly,
2: I'm fine with that.
3: Yeah, me too. I think my least, well, as soon as I say that, I'll think of another one. But I think my least favorite social media anything is Venmo. Like, I can't understand why anybody cares that somebody paid somebody back for lunch. Like, that... Like that blows my mind that that is a thing. Like I'm, I'm totally about being able to send somebody money. Like, I mean like, Oh yeah, here's whatever, you know, but I can't figure out why anybody cares to ever have like the public. I always put it on private, like whatever. I... Yeah.
2: It's super invasive to have it public. It feels that way anyway. So I don't know why anyone yeah. would leave it.
3: Yeah. I, I I, just don't understand. And then, like, it shows up, like, here are your content. And I, I realize, I realize, like, once you start hating a thing of a generation, that means you're old. Like, when you start being like, this just doesn't make sense. And I won't stand for it. I won't participate, you know. But I'm just like, oh, freak. But I I, I don't get it. Like, I, I can't imagine why anybody cares that somebody. No, it's,
0: it's very scary. And the, I went to a cybersecurity awareness seminar at work that they put on and they had a present uh, someone presented that was that worked at the CIA for 15 years and she's like well since we're all government employees she was saying that we were all targets and to like all these things to watch out for and LinkedIn and Venmo and there was some other social medias you can just pretty much gather everything that you want about a person from the the social media settings it was nuts yeah. how she's like Don't make it easy for the people like me that are trying to get your information. (laughs) That's crazy. I
1: I remember freshman year, your password was password. And I thought that was so funny because I'd never (laughs) heard it before. What did the cybersecurity people say about that? Is that allowed?
0: (laughs) For what? My email or for like I I think it was
1: your email. I don't remember.
0: Password
3: was password. I
0: guess that a, is, that's probably
3: true. I'm sure it was. I just had a memory come back. Okay. Do you remember how somehow you could hack into the mainframe and download movies from other people's shared folders or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Well, one time that was happening and Anthony's screen, it just popped up like a messenger thing, but like not messenger, but like a guy knew how to send this thing. It's like, Hey man, don't download my movies. Like I I hate when people do that. And we're just like, what? Because we, because you know how like everybody's computer would just show up, and you just go find the cool big files and keep your computer on all night. He was a he was way smarter than the rest of us, and could send messages to whoever was hacking into his computer. (laughs) That's crazy. Seemingly didn't know how to block people stealing stuff from his computer
0: that's crazy that that's how it was set up freshman year with yeah. the fastest internet that's anybody's ever seen and they didn't like throttle it and you could just go into other people's files
3: well <laughs> it was a golden
2: and, age it was.
3: And, it was the wild west man like and like the like you had to upgrade your computer like everybody had to get an ethernet thing installed because like mm-hmm. no. We're like, we only have phone connections. I yep. don't
0: understand. Where's the phone modem?
3: Yeah. What did we do? <laughs>
0: Half our oh, what a time. What a time. Then we came back from the mission, and then all of a sudden, everything was wireless.
3: Yep. Star Trek. We're living in the future.
0: Everyone had popped callers listening to iPod videos and faux hawks and was on wireless laptops
1: i remember i came home and my brother showed me wikipedia while i was eating an otter pop and i typed in otter pop and there was an article about it and it just blew me away and <laughs> i didn't understand what wikipedia was at the time so i thought it was like an encyclopedia that someone's job was to write the article about <laughs> otter pops so, yeah that blew me away that and youtube both appeared when i was on my mission oh
3: yeah Were we hey, gone Gary. for Janet Jackson essentially opening up YouTube? Were we a, was that a mission time?
0: I don't know. Janet don't...
3: Jackson's halftime show showing her breast
0: with Justin Timberlake?
3: That. Yeah. Because I thought that was kind of like what like the first viral anything on YouTube or something. Maybe I don't
0: have memories of YouTube starting. Or what, like, the first videos I was watching on YouTube were.
3: Well, BYU had it, like, blocked on campus for a time. Mm-hmm.
1: That was so frustrating. I have teachers that were trying to show videos, and they couldn't. I just want to show this Bill Nye clip. <laughs> I was in I was in a history of jazz class, and he wanted to show all these jazz performances, and he just couldn't. Uh-huh. But my first YouTube memories were um, my younger brother trying to watch the Mystery Science Theater, Monos The Hands of Fate. Movie, but he watched it in like 20 different parts. You know, he watched one out of 20 and then two out of 20, and then you couldn't find (laughs) three out of 20 and you watched four out of 20 instead. It
0: was great. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you have to search for it specifically to bring it up because it wouldn't be in a playlist. (laughs) What is. This is the movie club 39. We're almost to 40, guys. Who's next on the list, Sean? It's me. Whoa, you got a list of uh potentials? Like I've got a movie chosen. Oh, you're set. I,
1: I do have a list that I put together a long time ago.
0: Yeah. Or right. is that the the static list or do things keep on being added and I haven't moved to the it front in a
1: while. This was I'm not gonna spoil it, but this is the first movie I was originally gonna choose, and I just keep putting it off until today. I love it. We'll save it.
3: Because it's too like vulnerable, like if you put it out there that this is what you really love and then it's not well received. No. Oh just
1: at at the time it wasn't streaming anywhere. Oh and and now I don't really care. And I think we can figure out how to watch it anyway. Yeah, it's on on YouTube now too, so people can watch it with ads if they want.
3: Three of 20, four of
1: 20.
0: Exactly. (laughs) It's the best way to watch it. Uh, I spent the last like three or four months reading an 800 page Middle March from George Eliot, and it was just like (laughs) it took me so long, but I loved it and it didn't get old. And now I'm done with Middle March and I gotta watch the mini-series. And, and then me and Carrie and Jessica and Anthony are gonna do a bonus episode and talk about Middle March. So if anybody else wants to join that one and watch the Middle March mini-series and talk about it, you're welcome. But it's pretty niche on I'm I don't know. I'm excited to see I've got a mental image of all the characters, and I haven't looked up Like, who plays who in the miniseries? So it's going to be Fresh Eyes on this night. It's a 90s miniseries, right? Oh, Rufus Sewell. Yeah,
2: it has Rufus Sewell
0: in it. Which one is he? He's
2: the, like, is he old? He's the side piece. He's not the old husband.
0: No. He's Lade's Law? Yeah. He's like the artist that uh, is like the cousin of. Lydgate, no, of uh, no, Casabon, yes. or yes, he's the vicar or whatever. Yeah, there's like all these characters that I know because <laughs> I've been reading about them for so long, and it'll be great to see who they put in and who they don't. So that's a coming up item. Uh, and Sunday, I'm talking from Prada to Nada with jason and aubrey gillespie (laughs) and um jason was ready to talk about it last sunday but aubrey um had to back out she was feeling sick so we put it off another week so this sunday we'll talk and jason hasn't read any jane austen or seen any of the sense and sensibility adaptations so this is like his first just from out of nowhere from prada to nada (laughs) he's like there's a lot of Mexico and like traditions in Spanish that I really enjoyed it will be fun and then I got to watch Sense and Sensibility the one with the candles and I think it's just going to be me and Rachel and we'll probably go to like an Indian restaurant and talk about it there again because that's what we did for the Bollywood adaptation and it was great
1: you should go to like a Bed Bath and & Beyond and discuss it in the candle section.
0: You know what, Sean? I was I was thinking about that, but I think we will now. <laughs> we'll go test out smelly candles while with a microphone in between us and do a candle scent review while we're there.
1: <laughs> I'd listen to that.
0: It's going to be great. Let me let me bring up the stats. Which one were you guys on? Jessica and Carrie were on the on ninety-five, the- right? Yeah. Um, I think log well, in the nineteen ninety-five. 1995... Ang Lee sensitivity is my top listened episode ever. I've got 6 of them so far. <laughs> and uh the least listened to is the Bollywood one with Rachel that has 15 listens and the 1995 Ang Lee has 56 listens. Whoa. So yeah, you guys oh, are blowing penis. everything Anthony did the 19, uh, 1811 novel Since *Sensibility* in that second place with 35, so you guys are way outpacing everybody else, and it's because it was with Carrie and Jessica.
4: We we were the secret sauce. This
2: is Definitely us, yeah.
4: <laughs> but more me than Jessica.
0: Um, Carrie, yes. <laughs> How is the spooky season going with the movies?
4: Uh, good. I saw the new uh, Exorcist movie in the theater with my best friend here. Um, it was a movie,
0: but oh, I, had some, boy.
4: <laughs> I had some good parts in it. Um, And I've been watching The Fall of the House of Usher on um, Netflix. And I've been trying to remember because I watched another movie. Is that horror? Uh, yeah, it's like, I think the same people that did um, Midnight. Midnight Mass yeah. and Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, and Bly Manor, which I didn't mm-hmm. realize until I watched it and saw like a lot of the same people. I would have watched it a lot sooner if I'd known that, because I love all the other ones. Um, and I watched like a thriller, but I can't remember what it was. It was while I was like reorganizing my classroom, so... I was only half paying attention, but that's pretty much it. I've just been so busy. I haven't had a chance to stay up to date on my crappy horror films like I usually do.
0: Not in the summer off? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm serious about, well, next year in the summer, we're planning a big road trip out to Kentucky where my brother lives. And Rachel Mm -hmm. wants to go to Kentucky and then go up north and hit minnesota where her brother lives and then come back so it would be a big old road trip Uh but i want to go to kentucky and go down to the gulf coast and get a timeshare or a big house that we can all share in like pensacola or something like that Uh in the summer and then go back so we're split on if we're going to go north or south africa
4: go south because pensacola is like a half an hour from where my family lives
0: so i know work and, you out. Go, and and jessica's time. yeah
2: we go there a lot we'll be there the first week in june but probably other times as well
4: let's do this
0: mm-hmm. Rachel, great. but rachel's like we can't go to florida we got to go up north that's too okay. far We'll see.
4: I don't know how far Kentucky is versus Florida versus what was it, Minnesota?
0: Oh Minnesota so far.
2: Oh like eight or ten hours to Pensacola from Kentucky.
4: Yeah.
2: Which isn't terrible. Right. Also-
0: Rachel <laughs> joined us. Um <clears throat> I am looking at booking a cruise in february leaving los angeles going to santa, santa uh, catalina island and then ensenada and then back to los angeles like a 4 day it's like two no it's like 300 a person plus taxes it would be like $800 for two people and me and rachel are going to go and i'm putting it out there anybody else wants to join it's it's my birthday cruise Aww. so Like, what do I want to do for my 40th birthday? I'm going to go on a cruise.
2: That's a good idea. And in 2008,
0: me and Jason Merritt and Jason Gillespie went on a cruise because we were summer sales people all together. And so I want to get Jason Merritt and Jason Gillespie at least offer them the invite for February. And I already booked my parents are going to come down and watch my kids. And me and Rachel are gonna drive down to Los Angeles. It's happening.
4: <laughs>
0: um. Anything else, Carrie? Anything you've been reading?
4: Uh, I took out a PG Woodhouse book to start reading, but I haven't yet.
0: Oh, which one? A Jeeves. Um, or a Blandings? It's how
4: right you are, Jeeves. Oh, fun. I think I've read it, like, 10 or 15 years ago, but I could read P.G. Woodhouse every day. I love him.
0: Yep. Very calming. I like watching Stephen Fry talk about P.G. Woodhouse on, like, YouTube interviews.
4: Oh, I haven't done that before. I should do that. He and Hugh Laurie just killed it. They're amazing.
0: It's like it was written for them. Yep um what about you paul anything going on in your world
3: well um i think the big thing i have to report is that all of our amazon halloween costumes have come in so we have i think i told i can't remember if i told you i don't know our oldest is a very sensitive guy and he wanted to be a shark, but all the sharks that you can be are like very kind of felt ish for small, really, really small bodies. Uh-huh. But got we ordered the biggest small shark costume you can get. And he's very excited to be a pretty happy looking shark. Um, our middle son is going to be a hot dog and our youngest is going to be a skeleton so we went with a non matching uh and my wife and i probably spent a- at least half an hour every day being like what about this what about that and um and we still don't know what we're going to be
0: you're doing um, couples costumes is that what you're trying to do
3: like we've never nailed a, like a couple's costume yet and we were thinking you know we've been married for 15 years maybe this is the year we're finally going to get it and I I realize all the more like during this season like we literally can't like we like whatever the other person thinks is the coolest of the cool the other person will think why would anyone ever want to do that Uh, the most recent suggestion was don't you think we could be a cowboy and a cowgirl and the only time like I feel as self-conscious probably less self-conscious being naked in front of a crowd of people than when I wear like a cowboy hat in in front of a crowd of people like I can't I don't know what are you talking about I don't know how to describe it but like I've put a cowboy hat on and I'm just like I don't think I have the kind of head that wears cowboy hats. Like I was I, a
0: cowboy I, last year for Halloween, just cause I have a, like a prop cowboy hat.
3: Maybe you, or you have the right, I don't know what it is. I, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm, I, I don't know that it's something I need to unpack. I don't know if there's <laughs> associated with cowboy things, but, um, so that was the most recent thing that I shut down. I can't remember the th- most recent thing that she shut down but you could do like a peach and Mario. I, yeah. We've got lots of, we've got lots of options that <laughs> like, like normal things that go together. All we right. Just-
0: everyone's going to go around and say uh, one couple's costume for Paul and Paul can say, yep, that's a thing. Sean, you got one. Um,
1: I think you should go as Sully and Mike Wazowski for monster zinc. And you should fight about who's going to be, which one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yes.
0: Carrie,
1: Carrie, you got one?
4: Uh you can be Link and Zelda.
0: Ooh, yep. Yep, love it. Jessica.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna give you my favorite and the only couple's class that my parents did when I was growing up, which is click and Clack, the Tappan brothers.
3: Nice. Does anybody
2: know what I'm talking about?
3: <laughs> yeah, like the radio personalities? Yeah, 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. Aren't they the guys on what, they're on... what are the I can't remember their names, but <laughs> yeah, and they just like yeah make, the
2: salty old car guy, di- car guys who make fun of you and then give you advice uh, to give you good car advice you have
3: to make like a weird car noise to describe <laughs> oh, that's great okay <laughs> i'm not that the other ones weren't also great but i am very enthusiastic for <laughs> like uh now
2: you have to report back to us on the reaction when yeah you
3: that's right well i was gonna say i think i've only heard their voices so this is gonna be <laughs> yeah. a, like would you i just, mean like, like
2: they didn't try and dress up like them. They just wore like just jumpsuits, it, like yeah. coveralls, and put grease on their faces and carried wrenches around. I don't know.
0: Oh, we can uh, collect car talk and car advice. It's so yeah.
2: good. You you don't know car talk.
0: I'm listening. I'm li- I'm just looking at their images. I'm like, you there's no like, it, there's man. no costume there.
3: I love no, it.
2: They were. They just dressed up like mechanics. Um,
0: Rachel, do you have a uh, suggestion? Oh, you're on mute. You're on mute.
5: My very first thought when you started talking about it was the lesbian bookstore owners uh, in Portland.
3: (laughs) Yes! That would be awesome. You realize I've actually already (laughs) proposed that one and it got so fast. (laughs) Because the immediate question was, who's going to be which person? And I was like... I will be Fred Armisen because
5: You're obviously
3: obviously Fred Armisen. I'm obviously Fred Armisen. Um, <laughs> when, when we moved to Portland, I was
1: working this job uh, on a construction site where I was watching other people work all day, every day. It was really boring. So I was trying to find stuff to do on my lunch break. I'm like, Oh, I'll go to a bookstore. And the closest bookstore was a feminist bookstore. I'm like, this is a real thing. I had no
3: idea. Oh yes. That's, Yeah,
5: Palm Springs has the gay bookstore.
3: Yeah.
5: Like, it's all LGBTQ. Well, Palm Springs
0: has a whole main street that every store is a gay store. Yeah. (laughs) Going to Palm Springs again, March 2024. It will be my ninth year in a row, except for COVID, going to, like, the Esri Dev Summit. I want to go... I'm so sick of Palm Springs.
3: <laughs> Chad, did you uh, have a suggestion?
0: Yeah, I said Peach and Mario.
3: Oh, sorry. You were first. I was waiting for you. Okay. So let me let me show you how things...
0: Okay, well, I'm going to do another one. You can do Harry and Megan. Okay. 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 And not Will and Kate. Yeah. Yeah. The cool prince and princess
3: yeah and it wouldn't be time bomb ish because it's not like there's a racialized component where i could really step on that one so yeah good, i thought good.
1: you i thought you were gonna say harry and marv from home alone which is also
3: a good idea
0: <laughs> yeah this, you can have a burnt beanie as one
3: of the costumes just saying like fake swear words on them crackum, crickam
0: yeah well, I was in England on a tour, walking tour of Harrogate, and I said to my brother-in-law, I'm team Harry, I'm team Meghan, and then an old British lady. I said, I'm team Meghan, and uh an old British lady stared daggers at me and did not like that I said that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll get off in just a second but um so I'll tell you what our couple's costume was last year. Last yeah. last year I think I showed you guys I was uh Weird Al circa 87 and she was a minion. Um the year before that I was Hot Rod and she was somebody wearing a poodle skirt. The year before that I was Che Guevara. And she was like a sexy cat. So if, if I don't know if you're kind of getting like the way that we cancel each other you guys out. You are
2: just really in sync. I really we're like just that. Really,
3: in sync. <laughs> yeah. Like nobody's. What on were the-
0: some of her bitches that you declined?
3: There been yeah. There was uh. It's the like cowboys. Cowboys like people with mullets, just broadly like just a mullet uh-huh. guy, and I'm just like like a mullet guy like. <laughs> did he does does he do anything else like why does he have and so so she
2: goes for the vibe you go for the (laughs) character
3: yeah exactly and i kind of like i'm like oh like i kind of have a long forehead and a big nose i will be happy gilmore and she's like right but like who am i supposed to be with happy gilmore you know and so
0: shooter mcgavin exactly She's bob barker so many
3: bob barker There's a lot of options. It could be a subway sandwich. That's right. But the old I will say we did I I lied. I said (laughs) that we always canceled each other out, and it's not true. One year, so she's five two. Um, I'm six one, and we were the Weasley twins. Uh, so that was (laughs) that was like so everything else, like we had the exact same wigs, the exact same clothes. And a a foot difference as far as our heights were concerned. And that was our most successful couple's costume. So,
0: yeah. Well, it's exciting to see what you're going to be, Paul.
3: Pins and needles, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'll come back and report.
0: Uh, Sean, what are you going to talk about? (laughs) Well,
1: Carrie should have talked about this, but I guess it wasn't very important to her. We went to San Antonio to see the eclipse, which was great.
0: Oh yeah. Um, totally, How was that? Totally
1: worth it. Um, it was really fun. It was kind of a long drive and hard to get the whole family, especially the kids motivated to like drive three hours
0: on the weekend. But what we time went... of the day was that? Cause it was like nine 30 for me.
1: It, so the eclipse, we drove in the night before,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, which we ended up leaving pretty late. So we got in late Didn't really have a plan. I had a couple ideas of places we might go. So kind of last minute we decided, oh, let's just go to the zoo. It'll be crowded, but like we won't just be sitting in a field waiting for it to happen, which was a very good choice. Um, The eclipse was it was around noon, like 1150 or something. Um, Okay. So that was really fun. We just walked around the zoo and took a bunch of pictures of animals and then the eclipse happened and then we looked at some more animals and that was that it was our first time in San Antonio and it was a lot of fun. Very cool. So that was, that was the highlight of the month, I think. Um, What else? Oh, I, Paul is gone. This is for him. I'm reading the book you recommended. um, We dream of space and I'm almost done, but I didn't finish in time for the podcast, but it's really good so far. And those are the only things that I thought about. It's, it's, it's a kid's book, right? It's, uh Erin Entrada, doesn't she have another name? Um she won the Newberry a couple of years ago for Hello Universe, which is really good. And if you're gonna read one, that's probably the one to read. Um Erin Entrada Kelly. This one is about a family, it's it's really good, but it's kind of depressing. It's like a family that seems like just a normal family, but that it's kind of dysfunctional. And they follow these kids. Um In such a way that like, to me feels very genuine feels like really this is what childhood is like, and you might think you have a normal life but not realize, like the things that are kind of affecting you, and they it's set up this isn't this isn't a spoiler. um, If you know history, but the the start of the book is like one of the classes that a couple of the siblings share the teacher is. getting everybody all excited about space and like gearing up for the the Challenger launch. So it's like a countdown to the Challenger launch so like you know it's yeah, it's going to be bad. So I haven't gotten there yet, but um it's really good. If you want to read one, you should read Hello Universe first and if you like that one, you
0: should read this one too. Cool, nice. You go to the movies? I didn't go
1: to the movies. I think I watched some movies, though. Um, what did I watch? I watched Office Space for the first time in a long time, and it was great. Yeah. I watched Under the Skin because we talked about that on this podcast, and it was great.
0: Oh, with uh, ScarJo? Hmm.
1: Except I'm kind of disappointed because they're actually showing it right now at the theater for five dollars. So if I would have just waited a couple weeks, I could have seen it at the theater instead of at my house.
4: Haven't um, you seen *Quality* though, Sean?
1: Yeah, I've seen it. I think this is yeah. my third time yeah. seeing it. Um, I watched *Fargo* for the oh, first okay. time in a long time, and that yeah. was still great. I watched *Nope*, and that was good too. I really enjoyed that. And then I watched Miss Americana two days ago and I watched Frankenstein yesterday. Which one? Uh the old one, the 1932 1931. one. 1931.
0: 31. Yeah, I watched that last night with Rachel, and Rachel fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Rachel, they're German dancing. And she didn't care.
1: I care about <laughs> the German dancing.
0: I, like the the German dancing. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs>
5: That was my favorite Frankenstein. I watched three of
0: them. So, oh, you didn't watch? um... Yeah, we'll talk. Frankenstein. Carrie, did we already talk to you? We did. We heard all your scary movies, Jessica. Oh, that's what happened. I was going in a circle, and since Paul left, you guys swapped places on the screen, and and Carrie's been pointing at us the whole time. Jessica, what have you been up to this month?
2: What have we been up to? Um, We went on vacation. We had started with a very chaotic trip to visit family and then ended with almost a week on the eastern shore of Maryland, just hanging out and not doing much. We went to the Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad Visitor Center, among other things, and ate some crabs. I don't know. It was, it was just a quiet place to be away from home. Um, we, I have been bargaining a contract for my union, which I told you about, and it is taking up a lot of my time right now and <laughs> a lot of my energy, um, but hopefully it'll end well. We'll see. Are you one of the ones leading it? I'm on the bargaining team, yeah.
4: Wow, that's impressive.
2: I'm a very impressive person. You I'm no, um, Yeah, no. I was involved in the, when we first unionized a few years ago during the pandemic. Um, I was on the organizing committee for that. And then I went on maternity leave so I couldn't be involved in the bargaining process the first time around. So I'm glad to be able to do that this time. Um, what else? I've also been watching the fall of the House of Usher. And I will watch every single thing that Mike Flanagan makes the guy who made that show. So that's enjoyable. I love it. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I'm enjoying it a lot. I have been trying to read more books because even though I am a librarian, I don't read very much anymore. (laughs) So I've read some interesting books the last few weeks and that's that's about it that's what i've been doing
0: yeah name a couple What did
2: we read they're the one that i think about the most but it was by far the weirdest but it was like fantasy horror so carrie you might enjoy it it's called the library at mount char mm-hmm. it's like the weirdest book i've read in a very long time um <laughs> and then there was one called god killer that's like the beginning of a fantasy series set in a really interesting world where like gods are real beings and this woman goes around killing them so that's exciting um would recommend the book and i can't remember what the other one was that i just read oh i read have any of you read mexican gothic that came out a few years ago. I read a book by the same author called Silver Nitrate and it's also like a horror kind of looking for a lost film made by Nazi occultists in the 60s and the consequences of of dredging up secret knowledge.
0: Nice. So. <laughs> Harry's like I'm, I brought up some P.G. Woodhouse and oh, Jessica's like that's like the coziest read that you could ever have. And then you're like, <laughs> I'm into like Nazi occultist silver nitrate. It's
2: hell, it's, it's October. It's awesome. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood for spooky books. So it's, it's just hitting the spot. But you watch
0: spooky movies too? Have you been watching spooky I don't, October I thing?
2: I mean, like, I love those Mike Flanagan shows, but I cannot do a high level of horror in like my visual media books I can handle shows and
0: and that's where you get your spooky vibe yeah do you do Christmas movies during Christmas time
2: I watch love actually every year and white Christmas (laughs) and Scrooge Scrooged that's that's it with Phil Murray No, no 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 Scrooge with Albert Finney Okay. 1960s musicals.
1: <laughs> That's so, the one we watch in our house, too.
2: It's like my mom's favorite. Well, movie,
1: in, so. in my parents' house, carried on. Yeah, exactly. Like
2: one. Yeah. So, like, White Christmas is Sean's mom's movie, and Scrooge is my mom's movie. So, we end up watching both of those at some point during the Christmas season.
0: I've started White Christmas like five times, and I've never finished it.
2: It's, I mean, it's not a good movie but the musical numbers are amazing and the costumes I like are Danny Kay amazing yeah and like the actors are all individually great. the plot of the movie is a little nonsensical it's like literally just a vehicle for these people and the songs and that's yeah. okay I'm okay with
0: it and I don't love like the when they're in the army and they're doing like the army song oh yeah at oh, the beginning and I've seen talk, that like five times
2: I was gonna talk about that in relation to Taylor Swift actually so.
0: Can't, can't wait can't wait rachel can't wait that to come up. you've done something big in october
2: oh yeah
0: <clears throat> yeah i i hiked
5: the rim to rim grand canyon from the south to the north is 21.5 miles and several thousand feet of elevation loss and then gain like when you the net gain is only like a couple thousand, but you go down 4,000-something and come back up 6,000-something. Um, It was awesome. It's the best thing ever, and I'm going back Thanksgiving weekend if anybody wants to fly up and do it with me.
4: <laughs> Did you do it with anyone? Did you do it with anyone this last time?
5: Yeah, my cousin and my brother.
4: And did it with me um it was really
5: good but my cousin just super super busy and didn't prepare very well and so we kind of had to
4: slow down and take care of her sometimes so it was fine are, are you going again the weekend after thanksgiving like you're gonna be there for us right
5: yeah right after thanksgiving Okay. Are you guys coming to our? Wait. Are you guys going to stay at our house? Chad's just said the weekend before Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, the weekend. They're coming in Saturday, leaving Monday. I Told you many times. It's on the calendar.
5: Yes, I know that. But Carrie (laughs) sounded like you're also coming right after Thanksgiving. No, No, you said
1: said Thanksgiving weekend, and Carrie and I both got scared that you were going to be gone the weekend before Thanksgiving.
5: Oh no, I will be there.
0: Oh she's talking about driving to the Grand Canyon Thursday night like eat Probably Thursday night, and then drive oh, to the carbo loaf yeah. stuffing and mashed potatoes. That's right. Yeah, we're not we're not hosting anybody and we're not going anywhere so it's just going to be our family in Las Vegas. Yeah.
5: yeah. First time Can
1: ever. I Can I go with Rachel Sean? Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here guys. You heard it here.
0: No take backs. It sounds miserable. What city will I don't you, know. be?
2: you better start training now, Carrie.
4: I'm already trained.
0: Uh, is that Saint, Are you going to St. George or Cedar City? We're going to Cedar City.
5: Oh, you're right there. But you're on the north side, so it'll t- actually take you a lot longer to get down. Because I'm only going to do the south side.
0: Because it's winter. Not the whole thing. The north side's closed in the winter.
5: Yeah. The Cedar City's only... That's where my cousin lives, and
4: it's only a couple hours from the north. The start of the Grand Canyon is? Yeah, the
5: Cedar City's like two and a half hours from the north Grand Canyon. Yeah, from Cedar
0: City, you go through, like, Hilldale, and then down through... um, the high desert, not, I guess it's not even desert, it's just a high plateau of a bunch of juniper trees everywhere. And then it's all of a sudden the Grand Canyon from the north.
5: Wow. Well, and if you've never been to the north side, it was way better than the south side because there's nobody up there. Yeah. But right now it's, you can drive around right now still. They're going to close it when it snows, but, um, Nothing is open, and so you can't go in. The lodge is, was really
0: cool, uh, but you can't go in it. So, great. You want to list off some books that you've been reading? Yes. Right now, and I'm then in... we're gonna uh, then we're gonna talk Frankenstein and Taylor Swift. Yay!
5: Right now, I'm reading Dealing with Dragons, which is about a girl princess who hates being a princess and she goes and willingly gives herself to the so that she can live out her life not having to be a princess. Um, um, And she's learning how to be a witch. And what else have I read? I'm in the middle of Shannon Watt's book, Fight Like a Mother, which is non-fiction about her um, organization that she created. Moms Demand Action about gun violence. I read People of the Book by Geraldine Brooks, and it was very long. It was okay. I finished The Artist's Way, and the end was just so much of the beginning and it was just continuing on and on so I just kind of scrambled through the end but I really liked it but I didn't feel like I needed to really pay attention that much in the end the Davenports was very good Um, it's about a black couple in the nineteen, no, late 1800s probably and they have a lot of money because they owned the best carriage company in town but cars are coming into town and the kids are trying to make the company go more progressive and then there's just all these family dynamics and stuff and it was really good i did new kid new kid was great it's a really good audiobook have you done the audiobook
1: no how does that work it's a graphic novel
5: Right, so I love I just discovered this because I can't read graphic novels. It's too much for my eyes, but the kids love them. But the um it's like an uh what do they call those? Um anyways they they just have a bunch of different readers and then they have some sounds and stuff going on. So I really enjoy graphic novel audiobooks and they're very short, so that's fun. Um, A Study in
1: Scarlet?
0: Did I talk about that last time? Uh, You're covering your mic.
5: Did I talk about A Study in Scarlet last time? Sherlock Holmes?
0: Uh, Sherlock Holmes? No. That one
5: was so funny. Because it has Brigham Young in it. And like Mormons and stuff. And it was just really funny and Mormons are the bad guys um and it it goes from Sherlock Holmes like english uh politeness and whatever and tea and whatever to like this western gritty western it's like two separate books and i loved it i loved the western part of it about the mormons and stuff that was really funny
4: and Uh, Rachel, how how on or off were they in the characterization of the Mormons?
5: So my friend suggested it. I was already going to read it, but she suggested it for a book group. Nobody picked it because she she was like, they have some silly ideas about Mormons, but it's just like stuff that um, we all know is just not true or whatever. I don't know. She was just saying it was silly, but it was about. How Mormons will shun you if you're not if you don't want to be in their group and polygamous, like they were trying to get the daughter married off to a polygamist, the this one daughter of some of the single guy, and they're trying to get him to marry, and he would never marry, so then he didn't want her to be married to polygamists, so she he was then starting to be shunned. And, like, I guess in the book, Brigham Young would order people to be disappeared. Um, So he was going to get disappeared. And uh, I don't know much about Porter Rockwell, but I was just thinking about Porter Rockwell. (laughs) But uh, that's really all they talk about with Mormons. And movies, I watched a lot of movies, like way more than normal. So I did The Three Frankensteins and the Miss Americana the second time. And then I went out to see the new Kenneth Branagh, Agatha Christie movie, which was awesome. Totally, totally recommend it. I loved it. The people that were with me don't love, like... I didn't think it was that creepy, honestly. It really wasn't that creepy, but they thought it was too creepy for them because it had little kids running around and whispering and stuff. Um, so I loved it. Did anyone else see it? Did you like it, Jessica?
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was definitely better than the, than the second one, the Death on the Nile, which was just like an exercise in camp I don't know (laughs) but (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot it I didn't expect it to be so spooky it was pretty spooky like expecting zero like supernatural spookiness yeah Um, but I really enjoyed it I liked the setting I thought it was interesting Tina Fey was playing what felt like her dream character so that was that was fun to watch
0: do you think okay. they're going to do another one or have they announced anything? Do we know?
2: I haven't heard anything, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did.
5: I don't know, but so far I think this one's my favorite.
0: But um, I want them to bring Hastings in. I want to see like a, a sidekick character.
5: Yeah. yeah. You should write to Kenneth Branagh. Give him some suggestions.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Rachel just saw Kenneth Branagh with shirt off. In Frankenstein. Yes, yeah, so I
5: watched this Frankenstein movie. Did anybody watch that one?
1: You're Which not one? missing. The Kenneth Ronald
0: Frankenstein.
1: Is it just called Frankenstein? I think it's called think Mary so. Shelley's
0: Frankenstein. Oh. And it's got Robert De Niro as Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> and Helena, Helena Bonham Carter as the. It was wife. the
5: only good thing about the movie. But, was um, Helena guys, or
4: was Robert?
5: I just, uh, however, no, I do feel Gennaro like Kathy and Jessica need to watch it and let me know what you think about it since you're horror film people.
2: I, I wouldn't it, was definitely that, horror but horror I will film watch it. it. <laughs> All
0: right, and well, then, that's the segue. Say- oh. Yeah, keep on uh, going. Just,
5: no, 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 just the... What was the other Frankenstein one that I didn't really talk about yet? Um Boris so there's Karloff? the Borley which was good. That was my Oh favorite Young Frankenstein. One. Oh, young Frankenstein was fine until the end, and then it got really problematic really fast, and it's a horrible movie. It, It'll it's not
4: really.
0: <laughs> Lots of rape.
5: Um, yeah. And it's she's portrayed as like liking it, and it's really bad.
4: Yeah. Oh dear! Yeah, great.
5: Yeah. So there's no looking past that. Like some some problematic things, you can be like, oh yeah, it's fine, but not that one. Anyways, now we can move on.
0: Yay! All right, so we're gonna do the Miss Americana. Rachel, why did you pick? Miss Americana, and then we're going to watch the trailer, and then we're going to talk about it.
5: So I just, right before I watched it, I, Chad and I went to see Barbie, and I loved the Barbie movie. I did think it was choppy and kind of visually kind of weird at times. Um, The storyline was a little bit choppy, like just her in the big building, and I don't know, there were some things that were just interesting choices but the whole gist of it i really liked and lots of cute little parts like when barbie and ken first get to the real world and they're in their my favorite barbie that i had they're in their inline skates with their bright pink and yellow outfits um and that's pretty much the best part when they start meeting real people and they're like what you don't love me what what's going on here And, um, anyway, so I liked the gist of the Barbie movie and I was kind of in a mood after watching it, like feminism and women's rights and I had was gone for some reason and I just turned on Netflix and like Miss America and I showed up and I was like, all right, I'll do it. So I just started watching it and I was like, this is kind of cheesy at first, but then it just got into some things especially when it was talking about the trial and some of the political and religious stuff at the end and I was really feeling it at the time. The second time I watched it, um what did I say to you, Chad? It was like, oh I'm I noticed more like some other parts of it the second time. But anyway. Uh and
0: political there-
5: Yeah, the political. And then um, right after that, I read uh, Sinead O'Connor's book and she had very much the same themes going on in her book. And she made a political statement that did ruin her career. And that was part of um, Taylor Swift's reason why everyone was telling her she couldn't talk politics because it's going to ruin her career and then she's going to get death threats and then all these things and she's like I don't care I have to do it but she did it differently than Sinead O'Connor did it and it was yeah, more Sinead O'Connor, like
0: ripped up a picture of the Pope on SNL.
5: <laughs> yeah and she didn't have any um, prior interaction with anybody about doing that. And so everybody was shocked because no one, not even her, she knew that that's what she was going to do. So it was very shocking. But Taylor Swift, like, obviously, they had conversation PR help and stuff to do what she did. And it came off as fine. I don't think people cared about it that much. And, and it's like um, 2020
0: instead of like 1990. <laughs> it's a little bit of different. Yeah, well, I
5: mean, the, the, the one thing and then everybody went crazy and you know that's in the movie too but um, and it still happens all the time like that kind of cancel that brand of cancel culture um, but more so I was just like interested in the themes of how women feel in a man's world so that's why I picked it
0: great Jessica, do you want to bring up the trailer? Or yeah, if you can.
2: Yes. Give me just a second. I totally forgot that that was part of this. Just edit this on in post.
0: <laughs> I don't edit this episode because <laughs> no one listens to these episodes. <laughs>
2: uh
0: I do edit the Jane Austen ones. Oh man. I cut it down like an hour of. <laughs> Taking out blank spaces and ums and.
5: Everyone needs to listen to my episode of the Jane Austen podcast because apparently Chad told me it's the least listened to. Oh <laughs> it <edited> This week. <laughs> Is that the Bollywood one? Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> you don't need to watch the movie. Do not watch the movie.
0: <laughs> no, you should watch the movie for sure. Khandu Kane, Kane. It's great. <laughs>
2: Okay, everybody
4: ready? Just gonna go have fun. No one out there that I know of in the audience actively hates me. Not get dead face. Ready to do this? Ready,
3: (laughs) totally ready. Throughout my whole career, label executives would just
4: say, a nice girl doesn't force their opinions on people. A nice girl smiles and waves and says, thank you. Person everyone wanted me to be. I I think that Taylor Swift, she is annoying. All her model friends. She's too she's good. Going through guys like a She's, she's too skinny. Nobody physically saw me for a year, and that was what I thought they wanted. I had to deconstruct an entire belief system, toss it out, and reject it.
2: American glory faded before me It woke me up from
4: constantly feeling like I was fighting for people's respect I saw the scoreboard and ran for my life It was happiness without anyone else's input It's been a long time coming but You and me that's my I want to do this I need to be on the right side of history
3: Taylor Swift broke her silence on politics, <laughs> politics no. over you the weekend
0: in a, a whole new way
5: Oh. never, never, never find another
3: like me. He, he. Oh. It feels fucking awesome
4: <laughs> I feel really good about not feeling muzzled anymore, and it was my own doing There's nothing that feels better than this moment. What are you doing? Turning on my party
1: shoes for vocals. Good. We've never really gotten a good take
0: without them, have we? No. Wow. We did it. Tay Tay. Oh, man. Those talking heads, political pundits, or just like people on the TV talking about Taylor Swift were so annoying. <laughs> Anytime anybody has like, an opinion about Taylor Swift on TV. Like what a waste of like opinion. Who cares? (laughs) And they were just so uh, cast in the light. It was like, it really shows how dumb conversations on like entertainment tonight or on Fox news about any type of celebrity is just so banal. Anyways, Rachel, you want to go first on what kind of thoughts were, or do you want to go last, or how do you want to do it? It's your movie.
5: Um, I can go first. Okay. Um, yeah, I watched it twice the first time. I wasn't home, and it was really a female experience for me. <laughs> Being alone. You were like,
0: You were constantly looking over to me to see what my reaction was. <laughs>
5: So there's this thing, you know, my one dream, like everyone, you know, if you ever get asked, what what would you really want to do if you had like all the time or whatever? If you could go anywhere, where would you go? And I'm like, I would stay in my house without anybody in it. That's what I would do for five days straight, for two weeks straight. I would stay in my house <laughs> with nobody else. Like... So, the thing is, everybody always needs something from me, right? Like, everyone in this house, I am like the center of everybody's needs, including Chad. And there's so many (laughs) expectations. The expectations are just, (laughs) you know, always, always really high. And... um. When Chad goes on his business trips, the expectations drop by like half. (laughs) Because, not because of him, but because he and I are the leaders of the home. And when I'm pulling my weight, he's able to pull his weight. When he's pulling his weight, I'm able to pull my weight. But when one of us isn't meeting up to the other's expectations, it's just so much uh rockier I guess so like if he's not gone there's no expectation to, from like I don't have to have a certain kind of dinner ready at a certain time I don't have to uh, oh
0: man keep on going Rachel I love this
5: <laughs> see I don't have to get interrupted like that Um
2: <laughs> this isn't about you Chad these are universal issues I'm finding this very relatable
5: keep going no, I got <laughs> yeah,
2: <it>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: So it's just so relaxing and I feel like I can just let myself be. And it's where I am the most myself because I'm not constantly thinking about what someone's going to come up to me next. Who's going to come to me next and need something from me. So um, I'm, you know, I was sitting there alone watching a movie on my own. I don't know how I even got to that point because i, I like where never was had. i
0: where were the kids i have no idea.
5: and i'm just thinking like how did this actually happen in real life what month was-, was this because <laughs> it never happens
0: oh well, um, it happens a lot i take the kids up to utah for like a week and then you're home alone
5: oh yeah i mean it happens once a year maybe
0: mm-hmm. but
5: it never happens on the the like routine day-to-day basis Sure. anyway because even when Chad's gone and the kids are gone at school I like fill up completely fill up my time with work and other things um so the first time I watched I was just really really feeling it I was feeling like I remember when I was in college or high school and I just had like time to myself late night got home from work late or whatever like maybe because a lot of times I would work until 10 or 11 or, or later and um get home and then not want to go right to sleep so I just put in a movie and eat my quesadilla and fall asleep to the movie on the couch and wake up on the couch and that was like some of my favorite times in my life <laughs> and uh, real good memory so I was, I was also feeling real nos- nostalgic and the whole point of this Taylor Swift having a biography is because so many people have that same nostalgia for her not not the nostalgia that i feel but they have a nostalgia for her because they grew up with her i didn't she was the like my older friends who had older kids it was their kids that were listening to her and my older friends and i would discuss like oh is she like christian enough is she good enough for my kids or she's she's the best and then all of a sudden she started getting skinny and wearing skinny skimpy clothing and oh she's not that great I don't know about her anymore you know and then now it's like nobody even cares about anything and they just love everyone loves Taylor Swift because you don't have to care so much about a person's religion anymore thankfully but sometimes in some cases but anyway um so there's just like so many things running through my mind when I'm by myself and I don't really remember particulars about the movie to be honest. It was more <laughs> a discovery of myself as I was. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> good. I mean, I loved there's one phrase that stuck out to me both times. And I think I yeah. want. I think I screenshotted it at one time. Um it was her saying like that she's from Tennessee and she's a Christian. And that's not the way that she would be a Christian. Like that's not her religion about uh, the Senator that people were talking about. And that struck a chord, obviously, because I think everyone in this little group of us has kind of stepped away from church. And like that takes a whole deconstruction. I didn't even realize from watching the movie that she was gone for a year and took a year to herself. I just saw that in the trailer. I don't know why I didn't realize that in the movie. But um yeah, it took me a whole year to really deconstruct from going to church all the time and all the things that women are expected to do at church and at home and how and just discover what I want for my life. And I think that's what she was doing in her career. She was pleasing everybody, and then she had to discover what she wanted to do in her her
0: own life for herself. That's all. Great. Good job, Rachel. I was doubting your choice on Miss Americana, and I watched it, and I shouldn't have doubted your choice. You've got great taste.
5: Oh, thanks, babe. That's I appreciate that. You don't have to like it. I still like it. Because your opinions are valid and important to me, but they don't shape who I am.
0: (laughs) Guys, did you watch Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Because if you (gasps) haven't, you you should watch it. Me and Rachel were watching it together and just both of us crying and it was so good and Rachel and Rachel McAdams is so good and all the acting is so good
5: (laughs) yeah it was so I knew that I was going to like it but I was nervous if I was going to like it or not because sometimes they totally botch movies but it was like so unexpectedly over the top good like um I guess that's not the right way to say it. It just, it just like defied my expectations.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: You guys need to watch it.
0: Everyone needs to watch it. It's a really good one. And the, the ending was the climax of the movie. Of course it was the climax of the movie. And I'm like, and then I'm like crying. And then I like take a step back and look look <laughs> at myself. So i like, that I'm crying. And this is happening on the screen and it's like yeah, we
5: were both crying and we were both like give rachel mcadams an oscar because this is amazing yeah
0: anyways i forgot about that 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 was something that me and rachel did, did watch together it was great um sean did you watch Taylor Swift, what's your memories of Taylor Swift going back? Do you remember all these things happening in live time or is this all like news? Do I have to go
1: next? I don't have a whole lot to say about this movie. So maybe it is good that I get to go next because nobody else will say the things that I was going to say. Um, my relationship with Taylor Swift has been like just an awareness that she exists mostly. Um Like, I know, um, what's that song? You Belong With Me. Andrew used to play it on the guitar. And I was like, yeah, this is actually a pretty good song, isn't it? And then Kanye West happened. So that's another thing that I knew about. And Shake It Off. I know that song exists. So this was maybe my first, like, real exposure to to Taylor Swift. And, um, like, I guess... Like, my overall thoughts are, like, every time that I encounter Taylor Swift, I I respect her, like, more and more. I think she's an incredible musician. I think she's a she seems to be, like, a really good person who's doing what's right. She's true to herself. Her art feels true to what she wants it to be. But it's not for me, right? Like, I'm not the, the target audience in in any way. So, yeah. like, I'll hear one of her songs and I'll be like, this is amazing. Maybe I should listen to Taylor Swift. But I'm never going to sit down and listen to Taylor Swift, you know, like um, so it's it kind of feels like a, a weird spot where like I totally get it. But at the same time, I don't get it at all, you know. So um, to me, like my relationship with Taylor Swift is she just seems like just another person, you know. So that was kind of what I was thinking about the most watching it is just like celebrity culture and how like to me, this movie, it wasn't like super impactful because. She just seems kind of like any other person to me. Like, why do I care what Taylor Swift thinks? Like, it's, it's kind of neat, the stuff that she's experiencing, but like, so what, you know? I really liked the scenes where she was like writing music with her producers. She has really good producers or she can just say, oh, just give me a vibe and we'll figure it out. And they like come up with these songs. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so those, those scenes were really fun. Um I did like I I liked a lot of the like themes that Rachel was talking about the feminism and the political stuff and it's like I totally agree with what she's saying but it also feels like since I'm not really connecting with her like just watching one of my Facebook friends that I forgot about from high school like making these same sorts of connections you know so it it didn't feel so unique to me because I feel like I I've seen so many people come to these same realizations over the past five years, not to like minimize it in any way or or make it seem like it's less meaningful, but it it seemed, I don't know, like an experience that maybe wasn't unique to Taylor Swift so much as it was just very visible because she's Taylor Swift. Um, But I, I surprised myself by really enjoying the movie. Like I, I liked it the whole time I was watching it. I don't regret watching it. Um, I went into it, so this, I haven't watched a whole lot of like music documentaries. The one that I did watch a long time ago when it first came out that really surprised me was uh, Never Say Never, the Justin Bieber one, because I went into it with the same uh, like frame of mind that I would have gone into a Taylor Swift documentary. Like this is the stupidest thing. Why would I watch this? But that Justin Bieber documentary like totally blew me away by like, this is just some kid like, what are we doing to this guy? Like, he's a 14 year old, and we're putting him on stage with like all these girls screaming, there's no way this kid's gonna grow up to be like a well adjusted human being. Like it, it was like, I don't like Justin Bieber any more than I did before. But like, it really opened up my eyes to like kind of what celebrity culture is. So that's, that's kind of the frame of mind that I went to this one from is like, I've seen a movie like this before that really surprised me with how much I liked it. And I'm glad that I went into it, like expecting that I could like it, even though it wasn't something that I would choose to like, um, that that I wouldn't choose to watch normally. So I guess that's, those are kind of my my biggest takeaways. I enjoyed watching it and I'm, I'm glad that I did because I wouldn't have if Rachel didn't choose it. So
0: good choice. Yep. That's a movie club. Uh, left field turns out it was enjoyable
5: one thing uh, I did forget to say was that I love her posture her she's always kind of hunched a little bit kind of hunched over and she's just like she just kind of looks like a college student that is just vibing and not like worried about other people or worried too much I don't know I liked her posture <laughs> <She doesn't look laughs> perfect all the time
0: yep pretty great carrie you want to go next you sleep
4: uh, yeah i'm tired sorry
0: Late um, for you guys it's past my bedtime
4: um yeah i noticed the posture thing to rachel i think just because i have such poor posture so it was like superstar has poor posture too so it's okay <laughs> um I was dreading watching this. I had no interest and I hope it doesn't change like my Netflix algorithm recommended crappy <laughs> horror films. Um, you know, I've always like respected Taylor Swift and only her like endearing and likable. And I feel like this documentary didn't really move the needle either way. It bothered me a little bit, like how it felt a little bit like, propaganda for taylor swift a little bit like it was just all positive a day in the life of a girl next door slash superstar um but um you know at the same time there was a lot to relate to her about like when she was talking at the beginning about being good and being thought of as good, I could relate to that a great deal. Um, and her struggle with that, especially like when, um, Kanye West interrupted her accepting the award and how they all thought or how they all booed. And she thought they were booing at them and how it became such a
0: formative event in her life. Um, and she was 17 when that happened. That was that was she crazy.
4: Was a baby. Um yeah, I just you know, and I don't know where Rachel's landed on the whole religion thing, but I remember um before I had started questioning, like talking to Sean, and I, I don't even know if Sean was like out yet like openly or if he was closeted at the time but i remember saying you know i don't think even if i did stop believing that i would stop attending the church because i cared so much what other people thought of me um and yeah for me it was like having kids um that, that was kind of like the big spark for me. I'm trying to be respectful. <laughs> Sorry, um, but yeah, that, that was kind of the tipping point for me to like really take a step back and be like, okay, you know, these are my babies. What do I want for them and for their life and from me for them and everything. Um, so I guess I kind of had a, maybe not like any one event or experience like that, but just an accumulation that kind of pointed me in a similar journey. Um, But anyway, yeah, I just find her very likable and very sweet. And you know what she was saying about being on the right side of history with politics and everything. One thing I was curious about that I really wish they had gone more into detail was like, she was talking about how she worked really hard to educate herself so she could speak um, with confidence about, you know, political things or civil rights type things. And so I want to know, like, what that was for her, you know, was it listening to podcasts or watching inter- interviews or reading books or... Articles? Was it like a whole host of different things? Did she take classes? Like, what is her version of having educated herself politically so she could speak, you know, confidently when interviewed and everything? Um, yeah, because I found that point really fascinating. So, yeah. And I love that she took her cat like everywhere with her. I think it's like a cat
0: backpack was so great.
2: Yeah. I want to know how much that backpack
4: costs. It looked so expensive, but so like gorgeous
2: on Amazon. They're everywhere.
4: Yeah. (laughs) But like that one, it was very nice. Yeah. Do you
0: have a cat carry?
4: No, Sean's allergic.
0: Oh, Sean. Boo. Boo. Isn't that Henry allergic me and
1: Henry should hang out together
0: yeah I've, I've got a couple kids that have allergies to it it's not just Henry now yeah but Henry was the main reason no Owen was no Henry was the reason why we got a cat and when we lived in Roy and then we had the cat for like a week and Henry's face just like swelled up and we had to give the cat back Oh
4: no! did Benadryl help did anything help or did he have to wait it out
0: Yeah, he was, I'm not sure what we did. I'm sure we did Mm. some Benadryl. He was just a baby. He was like four.
5: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we just put him on, I took him to the doctor and ended up putting him on a ton of different stuff because it kicked him into asthma. Oh, wow. Yeah, well. He probably already had asthma cuz all of my kids have asthma and paul has it really bad right now taking him yeah. to the doctor like his his teacher goes can you pick him up his cough is really disruptive today <laughs> cuz he's been coughing for like a whole month nonstop mm. it was sad
0: uh um, i was watching it and One the the one scene where Taylor Swift goes out like, just as a young artist sits on David Letterman's couch, and they're like, she's like, I don't think that anybody, I'm not going to say what my political stance is because I don't think anybody cares what like a 22 year old singer's political stance. I just write songs, and and then David Letterman's like. Booyah, and then they gives like knuckles, and like that's like something to be applauded. I was like, well, why can't a twenty two year old songwriter have any thoughts on politics? Like it's the the like all these talking heads on Fox News or on entertainment tonight can have all the opinions they want and then they talk down to any artist that has any opinions. Yeah, it's that just,
2: clip rubbed me the wrong way i found it so it made me so mad because yeah who cares what david letterman has to say you know Uh like he's a lot older than her but it's not like he's lived a particularly like good life that makes him worthy he's a a rich
0: he's a rich old man that's been on tv it's not like he's He's like, "Yeah, my opinion matters. Everyone should listen to my opinion on politics, but you're just 22 and you don't know anything, so you don't have to you can't have an opinion."
2: Yeah, it just felt so patronizing that reaction from him and it felt very much like what she was talking about that she was saying the thing that she knew other people wanted her to say and she was being rewarded for it, but like
0: bleh. Yep. All the talking yeah, and heads Yeah, also because
3: loved her
5: it. target audience is just girls. So, of course, it doesn't matter. Girls don't need any kind of political education.
0: I wonder what... Anthony went to the Eras tour. I wonder what his experience was. Anybody else? Does Phoebe like that kind of stuff, Carrie? Is she into like pop, Taylor Swift? She's not really
4: into music, although when her friends came over, she knew all the words to a song that they were singing. I also didn't recognize the song. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. So her know. friends
0: are into it more than she is?
4: I don't like music. Um I don't know if she knows the word staining Taylor Swift songs.
0: I don't, I don't have know. any teen girls. Kid. <laughs> I got two teen boys and they don't care about Taylor Swift at all. <laughs> but they I don't care like about music. music then yeah. What about you, Paul? Do you have any girls?
3: I'm married to one. Uh, she went to the Eras <laughs> tour with her mother last week. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. And loved it. They were yeah. They were dancing in the in the theater with not dancing. I didn't the oh, she didn't appreciate the efforts, But uh, apparently the rest <laughs> of was good. I have not seen it in theater, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was a big. <clears throat> uh taylor swift's been a big deal at our house for a long time
0: yeah just talk about it what what would you we don't have any girls experience?
3: for the one that i married um say what one more, one more time I oh yeah up. just
0: it's you what's your
3: experience yeah so um so i joke about it with the um the holiday costumes like oh we cancel each other out but like of the things that kind of don't matter like a halloween costume but maybe they do matter i don't know how much like stock or clout you put into those things but like my my wife and i we often find ourselves like not entrenched but like looking across and be like whoa that that's the thing that you like and that thing that you like so much baffles me because i'm i'm looking for an, like an entry point into how it is that you like that i don't know if yeah. any of that seems relatable but that's that's my experience um yeah I, I'm, a, I'm a literature <laughs> professor my wife doesn't really like to read and so i like minor chord music and she loves major chord pop i and so it goes so here's my here's my long intro to there's gonna be a lot for a little um but this exercise of watching this movie was absolutely fabulous for me as a married person who loves watching somebody love something does that make sense um and so we watched it together and I mean, we are normal human beings who have had our our matrimonial hiccups and stuff. And so, like, a coming together of, whoa, this is really rad that we, um, like, watching somebody enjoy it this much was really, really cool. I found myself um, asking maybe the same questions that you did, which is, how did this person become a pop star? And have that posture how did she become i mean that how stupid is that right like like nobody critiques jack black's posture they're just like you're so funny look at you um and yet here she is the biggest and the biggest and the biggest um but i don't think it's dissimilar to like one of my all-time favorite moves that my wife ever made which was this um she she came home and or I came home from work. Uh, this is I don't I don't know why I'm like jumping into the overshare zone, but I'm, I'm just going here tonight. So this is like pre we had any kids. Um, we were younger. The skin was more taut. The hair like, you know, was thicker, all of these types of things. I come home from work and she's wearing like sexy clothes. I'm like, oh, what? This is a fabulous day. She's like, not just this. And like out of her sexy clothes, she pulls out tickets—no, ticket singular—to a Primus concert. And she's like, she's like, I don't ever want to go to this. You've shown me their songs, and I don't ever want to like listen to Les Claypool. They love you and here's a primus ticket like go stand next to people who are wearing all black who are going to throw you into a mosh pit that will hurt your body because you're small and they will be big and this is how we show love and i was like i love you so much this is the, like the greatest moment and and so like maybe that in Key explains me into existence but so the flip side of that was was my experience watching this with my wife and um i have all of kanye west's albums and it was i was cringing the whole time um i love the dixie chicks version of landslide that is just this little pop country version and how they were maligned because of certain political views um i too am uncomfortable with the evolution of my thoughts but i i I have often thought and I keep on thinking and I don't know how to get away from it. Like what a gift it is to, in some ways, have so little influence on the world that I can say stupid things or smart things and really have nobody care enough to, do you know what I mean? Like, like what a gift it is to be off the grid because I can't shoot a basketball particularly well. I'm not at this cranial.
0: or what a gift it is to
3: not be on social media when we were teens (laughs) or to not be on social media when, when I'm a teen or to not like, yeah, like all of that. And, and so I guess my 40 year old brain was just like, that's what was taken to 11 the whole time, which is this child, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, uh, what was the the skater kid who was on mtv ryan Seckler or something like that but he was like a street skater kid and all of these kids were the the cameras just following them everywhere they go i just thought if any of them come out alive if any of them don't get addicted to heroin if any of them don't end up being axe murderers like it's against all odds you know to have been like in public scrutiny from from day one, and to somehow come off—I mean, really conqueror, right? Like if you have, if it, it's her moment in time where she's this international phenomenon and you know, like a force to be reckoned with—and I, I just appreciated watching her evolution. Steph saw her once when she was humongous and once like at the draper Amph- amphitheater when she was a 14 year old kid like yeah like who couldn't like wasn't even playing like the utah state fair like it was the draper amphitheater you know and and she just talked she my wife was talking about even like a vocal evolution and being and, and i'm just blown away by anybody who can write perfect three-minute songs like consistently like like that blows my mind the beatles wrote perfect 3 minute songs like is that who taylor swift is of a generation like maybe i don't know even if you don't love the beatles you're just like you're prolific like you did so much when you were so young and mm. like that's just like but they too like highly scrutinized because they they were so public right like they didn't even get to you know john lennon says a flippant comment about jesus and then suddenly uh-huh. people are all his records she makes a flippant comment and suddenly people are like you're not who we thought you were and you're like nobody's who you think they are <laughs> like we're way too complex for that you know so um what do you think was... did you like it yeah i did um i i i liked it and i couldn't help think like do you know the um the Lonely Island Boys mockumentary. Like, it's, I can't, remember. it's like never Just stop. Don't stop, Walkstar, never,
1: never stop, never stopping.
3: Yeah. 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 I, so kind of what has been talked about where there's this disproportionate amount of like positive framing of all their moves. Uh, that overly pristine type of history, like at some point, kind of feels like saccharine to me. And I just want to see somebody warts and all. I want them, I want them, and I think we get pieces of that. And of course, like you know, she has this curated image and she's got to be careful. But I, yeah, it was
0: definitely a propaganda piece, it was pro Taylor Swift all the way,
3: yeah, but it was. Yeah. yeah, and I don't want like an anti-Taylor Swift documentary. That's not what I'm calling yeah. for. Like, that's right. what we really need, you know, like d- d- like drive this person. Into the oh, government. I'm
0: sure they exist, and I'm sure Fox News like publishes Yeah, that. It's on. Yeah.
3: But I, I did
2: Brit Hume on Taylor Swift.
3: Like I, I really, really did enjoy it, and I think my my favorite documentaries are where you can kind of like go into the weeds. And come on back, and then go down this road, and come on back, and like the, um, instead of like, do you see how this person stayed the course and became like was always going to be awesome, and what do you know they're awesome, like so that that was a bit of a rub for me. Yeah, as a
0: as a narrative story and documentary, I didn't. I mean, I didn't really go into it thinking about it as a documentary. (laughs) I just went into it thinking like oh, they're just going to show Taylor Swift and that's pretty much it. But I guess that's what a documentary is and it has a director and it has a theme and whatever. But yeah, I didn't expect it to go off on unexpected tangents like like documentaries can and most often do.
3: Yeah, and and I guess that's what I'm like most attracted to is when people will... Because life... It, I was listening to a podcast and there was this guy talking about how anybody's life, if you would actually just look at it, would be more interesting than the most complex novel, more interesting than the most complex symphony, more interesting than the most complex piece of visual art, because that's how complex literally all humans are. Nobody is a simpleton, nobody is just easily defined. Um and so I'm I just I wish we could have peeled back some of the layers. But that's probably a documentary to be made when she's 50. That's probably a documentary made when she's 90. And, you know, here here are other pieces of me that I couldn't share or didn't feel comfortable sharing at this time. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. The parts where it was like flashback to her being super skinny and not eating and having anorexia and, and like body issue or body image issues that was way skinny and it's like, Oh, I'm glad she doesn't look that skinny anymore. And I'm glad she has not perfect posture. And uh, I don't know how old is she right now? 33. How old was this when it came out like three years ago, maybe?
3: Well, I was, I was thinking even just to like when she's in front of her piano and is allowed to sweat and bangs are just like stuck, you know, that's how McJagger looks after the first song. That's how like, that was cool. Plenty of people, but Beyonce has fans that are like blowing her hair so that she never like the hair never sticks, you know, and like it's...
0: Did a, your wife go to the concert or did she go just to the movie? I think
3: she's seen her in concert two or three times, but did she, she went go to
0: the Eras tour concert.
3: To Eras tour, but she watched it in theaters with her mom on Friday. We. Uh, the rixes we had boys club in pleasant grove and girls club in draper so yeah
0: we have some friends from ogden from riverdale that uh they got tickets to the las vegas eras tour and so uh the the daughter is henry's age so they were like in primary when we lived in riverdale and uh they drove all the way down the mom drove with the knee or with the daughter, and then like the aunt, right? Rachel or like her sister in law. And uh, they had to drive all the way down and then took her and then dropped her off at the heiress tour. And then she went and parked somewhere with all the other moms and then had to go pick her up again. And they got back super late and then they left the next day. And the mom was like, Oh, this is a bad idea. I don't think we're ever going to do this again.
3: <laughs> it was a lot of work. on some days appreciate i remember um i don't actually love you too but at a certain time in my life i did and i saw them and my dad like this was like a pre-cell phone like he decided where he would be and he like circled the stadium for like an hour because uh you know he said he was going to be here but traffic was moving and so and the concert just went longer and and my dad just circle the stadium for like an hour. And I just like, it breaks my heart every single yeah. time that like, and he was the one who bought the ticket and he was the one who drove us for th- three hours from Winslow to Phoenix. Cause we were in this stinky little, t- like it just like for all of his foibles, like <laughs> that, that hides a multitude of sins, at least for me, like yeah, uh, kinds of uh, things. And they kind of just like breaks my heart, like, but in a, a really cool, hopefully, I'll be able to do something like that for my own kids kind of way.
0: Well, Rachel went to U2 in the sphere on last Wednesday a week yeah, ago, exactly.
5: a week ago. My cousin called, texted me on Monday and said, what are you doing Wednesday night? You want to go to U2 with me?
3: Oh, that's great.
5: Yeah. So
3: like 40 years worth of like, oh. only have to have like one hit on each album and it's still like three hours of music. So yeah.
5: Yeah. And they I was a little bit disappointed because they mostly played a lot of their more pop songs. Um I didn't get to hear like the more like Irish, gritty kind of music that they did during wartime or whatever. I don't know. It wasn't during wartime, but whatever. Um but like they're so old.
1: Vano is
5: so old. Yeah. Um it it was I don't know. It was, it was great. It was great. It was great. And it was also just like, okay, you have to just accept how old he is. He's he's a real person. He's not like just because he's a superstar doesn't make him uh Immortal. You know, perfect or like capable of singing really, really well all the time. <laughs> oh,
3: yeah.
0: And then uh Jessica. Oh,
3: anything else, Paul? Oh, and I, I did what I always do. So sorry. Went everywhere.
0: No, it was great. Where? Perfect stuff. You're, you're like long story short. I'm like that wasn't short. Long story <laughs>
3: so long. Stop. Long story long. You're
0: the (laughs) one. No, it was great. Yeah. I mean, I hear Taylor Swift on the radio when I'm swapping channels through my presets. And it's always like every radio station plays a Taylor Swift song. So it doesn't matter. Like they're just everywhere all the time. And the kids are so sick of it. Like, oh, Taylor Swift. I'm like, yep. I know n p r always like has people that are big fans of Taylor Swift, and they're gonna review the album that comes out and they talk about the album and how great it is and then I listen to some songs on the album like I mean these are just they sound the same um my review of my <clears throat> my letterbox review of Miss Americana is I can be a Swifty and not like the music so. That's that's how I'm going to go forward. It's like I I like Taylor Swift. Um, I don't have to like the songs in order to like Taylor Swift. Jessica, how was the movie for you?
2: Um, I liked it. I also would not call myself a Taylor Swift fan. Well, I'm not familiar with her music. I beyond you know hearing it on the radio. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have always kind of thought what everyone else has said, that she seems like a hardworking, talented person. It's just not for me and that's okay. And a lot of my like close friends are super, super Taylor Swift super fans and cool. That's good for them. I think I just missed the wave. Like we're a little bit older than her. And if I was in high school when she first came out, I probably would have loved it, but I wasn't so. Um, but I enjoyed watching this. It kind of reinforced what I already thought about her and the, like we keep talking about her bad posture and that's something that I noticed a lot too, because as a person who is also very tall and probably, I think I'm taller than her. It's, it's just part of being a tall person. You just have
0: bad posture mostly. And oh, when she was in like, Japan or China? Where some Asian country? Oh my gosh, country. she's so
2: big. She's so she was giant. so tall. <laughs> and that guy that proposed to his girlfriend in front oh of her, she's God. like, Miss Taylor Swift, I just want you to be witness to this most important of moments. I just died. um But I always feel like she looks so awkward when she's dancing. Specifically, like she's clearly not a dancer, right? But she is doing a dance because it's part of the thing. And it's like seeing the bad posture, which is fine. I also have bad posture. Seeing how awkward of a dancer she is. Like all of these things, I think just drive home to me how good she is at what even she recognizes is her one great skill, which is like the songwriting and the working very hard at it, right? Yeah, she's 5'11". She's super tall. Um, I'm an inch taller than her. So suck it, Taylor.
0: You're six foot yeah (laughs) yeah man i didn't know that yep i thought we were the same height
2: 20 years since we've seen each other in person so that's true that that is true is understandable
0: i think i've shrunk an inch too
2: yeah i am slowly shrinking so i guess i'm probably half an inch taller than taylor swift at this point but (laughs) i still got her beat. um but yeah it just kind of makes makes it to me how good she is at that one thing and that's awesome I'm happy for her to be like a very talented pop songwriter um and to kind of go along with that like Sean you talked about how the story of her like evolution and her coming to these realizations isn't really that special or or unique because so many people have gone through that but I think I was thinking while you were saying that that it is notable and special because as someone who is super famous, who is very wealthy, who has lived a very privileged life, I don't think she has as many things in her life driving her to like political awareness and political action. And like, I don't know, living her feminism on a public stage like that as people who come from different life circumstances, if that makes sense. So I think it's notable that someone in her position would step out of their zone, out of their comfort zone, especially to kind of speak out about those things. And the conversation where she's like trying, first of all, she's like trying to make the case for why she wants to make this political statement to her parents. And then was it her manager? Like who was the other older man that was there? I'm not sure. They never said. And her dad specifically says like, not all celebrities do it. Like Bob Hope didn't do it. Who was the other person that he cited? I can't remember, but I was thinking it's funny. What?
4: Bing Crosby. Yeah.
2: Bing Crosby, Bob Hope didn't do it. Like, first of all, it's almost been a hundred years since they got famous. So who cares? But second of all, I thought specifically of that, like, you're in the Army now number from White Christmas, because they did make political statements. It was just one that her dad agrees with, right? So to him, it just doesn't even register as a political statement. But that's a very strong statement in favor of a certain kind of political action. And I thought that was interesting. And it really hurt me to watch her having to like fight so hard to these two men who obviously like care about her and know her really well um to make her case for why she wants to be heard and I love that she ended that just saying like I I want to do it so I'm going to do it that should be all that needs to be said for her you know um so yeah I thought that was interesting I have a couple of other As someone who has also lived in Tennessee and also really hates Marsha Blackburn, the Senator that she spoke out against, I really felt a kinship with her there. And that was a really hard um, like Senate race to watch. I wasn't living in Tennessee at the time, but the democratic candidate, like he had been the governor of, of Tennessee, like a very conservative state for a long time. And he had been a really successful governor and by all accounts really well liked, but he just was not successful as a Senate candidate. And it was, yeah, it was hard to, it was, a, it was just a hard race to watch. So that was interesting. Um, there were a couple of quotes from her towards the end that I thought were really interesting. And one came out in the trailer where she's like hyping herself up to go out on stage and she's like doing her mantras. And one of one of the things she says to herself is no one out there in the audience that I know of actively hates me. Like, <laughs> why? why is that a thing that you would be worried about? But it just, I mean, she seems like someone who has a lot of insecurities and uh-huh. living on that public of a stage. Of course, of course you would, but they seem to get to her more than they do to someone like Kanye West, for example. I don't think Kanye West. is well, he's was second yeah. to
0: anything. It's interesting the trajectories ever since that like Kanye West incident, and how everyone can universally agree that Kanye West West is insane and delusional. And uh, it's yeah, there's talent, but it's what you do with that talent is
2: yeah, it's totally overshadowed by everything
0: else that's a, going on with him. A sad
2: yeah and like even i remember yeah, watching i heard that... he
0: dropped out of the presidential race so that's too bad
2: Oh man that's a bummer but i what was i saying i remember watching that ceremony and was that the year that lemonade was nominated is that what he was speaking for i think i don't know anyways like Uh, On an objective level, Lemonade was the better album and like the videos were better just all around. They were amazing, but it's not like Beyonce is not better than Taylor Swift, right? They just live in totally different lanes and they're both excellent at their different things. So I just hate that his whole thing was like, I'm standing up for Beyonce, but you're pitting two women at the top of their game against each other. So it's also been kind of fun to see them both on their tours across the country this summer, both super successful tours and both just kind of doing their thing and not competing. And the other quote that I wanted that she said was, as they showed it, it kind of seemed to wrap up the whole thing to me. She said, I want to I still have a sharp pen and thin skin. And I love that, like she still wants to be writing but not lose the vulnerability that has made her so successful. You know, like it, one of the things people love about her songs from what I can tell is that they're confessional. There's this like really personal quality to them. So that um, my other thought is that this was my ideal length for a movie. Very few movies should be longer than 90 minutes and this accomplished yeah. that. So Good work.
0: agree. Yeah. We watched the Boris Karloff Frankenstein last night, and guess how many minutes? Seventy. Ooh. It was an hour ten. Perfect. It was perfect. It was great. I
2: love it.
0: <laughs> like, I started it at midnight. I want, a, movie, at, at I want midnight. a long
2: episode of TV. That's all.
0: I started, started at
1: midnight. At, yeah, I on thought
0: I or. I thought I was, was going
2: to watch half of it,
1: and then it was only an hour and ten minutes. I was like, I guess I'm watching the whole movie.
0: So there uh, was, that's so that, that's it, it me, on Taylor Swift, unless anybody else has any Taylor Swift. Now we're going to go to Frankenstein for five minutes, and then we're going to end this thing. What? I, I
5: have one more thing to say. Okay. <laughs> Not to drag it out very long, but I did want to mention that I did grow up with Jewel and Alanis Morissette, and those were like more of our age group. And um, Jewel has a really interesting book. I really liked it. I read it. Um I could probably sing some of her songs still. I don't remember all of them, but she has one song that it's like um I'm sensitive and I want to stay that way. And I love that. It's just like we don't have to be uh I don't know. We can just be who we are. Whatever. Jewel's
1: an interesting corollary because she also tried to redefine herself as a pop star, but it totally didn't work for Jewel the way that it did for Taylor Swift.
5: Wow. No, yeah, she went back to country, and now she yeah, does.
0: Good choice. To- <laughs> yeah. Um. Anybody else watch Frankensteins? Or any any of them? So we watched Young Frank. I watched Button. and Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, and it was great. The kids loved it. It was black and white, and they're like, "No, black and white!" And we were watching it, and then all the kids were just watching it and laughing, and it was everyone enjoyed it. Uh, me and Rachel watched Young Frankenstein together, and then we watched Frankenstein. So we watched. I watched three of them. Rachel watched um, Kenneth Branagh's Frankenstein instead of Bud Abbott and Castello, Lou Costello meet Frankenstein. So we diverged. I also got Victor Frankenstein. It has, uh, Harry Potter and someone other actor. And then we got like Bride of Frankenstein. That's got, I, I just went through the library. It's like DVD, DVD, DVD all through. I got all the Frankensteins that were at the library. Uh, so that's, that was a fun tri- treat, Rachel, Sean, Oh, anything else, Rachel, before we close it out? Fun choice. I don't think any of us would have watched it unless it was on a movie club. And that is why a movie club is so eclectic and fun. Sean, what movie are you going to pick? Wait a second. Should we all go around and guess what Sean's movie is going to be before Sean says it? Probably no one's heard of it, which is why I'm choosing it. Oh really? It's not like a famous one. Anyways, Mm-mm. go on. I still want it?
2: everyone to guess, though. I'm really curious
0: what <laughs> everyone would guess. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna say Edward Scissorhands. Jessica. No,
1: but I did learn Edward Scissorhands is a Frankenstein movie when I was researching which Frankenstein movie I should watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. Jessica. Uh,
2: Aaron Brodovich. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: love it, love it. <laughs> rachel what do you think oh me yeah um uh I, I can
0: any movie
4: nothing, nothing
0: jessica says aaron brockovich of all <laughs> movies
1: my my thesis advisor was the expert witness for the aaron brockovich trial so there's a personal connection there
0: i've, I've I never didn't seen even
2: know i just got a vibe
0: that's amazing. <laughs> Rachel, you got to just say a movie.
2: Uh, Bambi.
0: Bambi? That's... <laughs>
5: See, I didn't want to say anything. You made me say it. No, what say.
3: Paul, do you got to guess? Um. <sighs> Die Hard.
0: Oh, I have never seen Die Hard, and I'm going to watch it this Christmas okay. for the yeah. first time. Yeah. Carrie?
4: uh sean have i heard of the movie
1: i don't think so
0: oh uh
4: seven samurai
1: no but that's on the list of movies that i haven't seen that i need to the the (laughs) movie the movie is wait chad did you guess you guessed edward scissorhands the movie is called columbus from 2017 It's a movie I heard about on a podcast about when it came out and I watched it and it was great. And it's been long enough that I've forgotten a lot of the details. It's, um, I think a good movie for movie club for the same reasons that Brigsby bear was because nobody saw it, but everybody that saw it loved it. So, um, it's a very different movie than Brigsby bear, but it has that same kind of, um, same kind of thing going on. It's, um, Mm -hmm. The things that I do remember about it is the cinematography was really good. Like it very heavily features architecture, like also as part of the kind of plot of the movie. So if you can, it's one that you want to like sit down and watch, not just kind of have going on in the background. But do whatever you're going to do. Just watch it and come to movie club.
0: Love it. You guys are leaving. You're flying to Vegas on the 18th, right? So do we want to do the 15th as a Wednesday? How's that sound to everyone? That works for me. Because the 22nd is the day before Thanksgiving. Or we can just say the 29th. It'll it'll probably be the 29th. Let's do the 15th.
2: The 15th sounds better. The 29th is a crazy week.
0: Is it? Okay, let's try the 15th. I think that should be a pretty open week for me but everyone's got their schedules before we close i watched after smoke sensel smoke signals and i watched the 2008 sense and sensibility five stars are you there god it's me margaret five stars asteroid city five stars it was great i really liked it it was so much better than the french dispatch so that was something oh but- did
3: you what Rolled doll shorts that were on. No,
0: Netflix. are they good? Yeah,
3: they're cool. My kids loved them. I loved them. So,
0: yeah, it's. I wanted to. I saw that Very they gotcha. were there. Uh, Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein, Young Frankenstein from Prada Tanada, Miss Americana, and then 1931 Frankenstein. Is my wrapping up my movies? Uh, are we missing anything? Or is that it? It's late. Carrie's drifting right now. All right. Well, we'll watch Columbus from 2017. Is it on anything? Do we know? Oh, you said it was on YouTube. It's on Canopy. Canopy
1: with a K, which I have access to through my library for free. And you might too.
0: It's also on YouTube.
2: Most libraries do Canopy. So everyone check it out.
0: Will do. All right. That's it. Uh, See you, everyone.
3: Bye. Bye. Bye.